0: Plus.com. That's mud dashplus.com, and use promo code TryMud for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description. Hey Gratitude Seeker, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast interview 63.
1: That ability to be in a single moment and to take away all the distractions of modern life and simply think, I have air to breathe, I have water to drink, I've got my family. And, and once you get absolutely in a moment and you reflect on everything that is good around you, there's this deep, overwhelming sense of peace.
0: And now, the host of our podcast, Georgian Benta. Hi, Gratitude
2: Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have an amazing person, um, someone that I've met through her writing. She's a great writer. And uh, she talked about in in an article, she talked about uh, the way she skeptically tried practicing gratitude. And... uh, the amazing results that she got from doing this. Her name is Leslie Turnbull. She's a Harvard educated anthropologist with over 20 years experience as a development officer and consultant. And I think that uh, she can also bring an interesting twist to to gratitude and to uh, the way we see gratitude through her lenses, uh, through her experience. Hi Leslie. So glad to have you here.
1: Aloha. It is so good to be with you.
2: Definitely. By the way, you, you can tell our uh, listeners where you're from, where you're at, actually. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I, my family and I live in Honolulu, Hawaii, in the United States of America.
2: Uh, and I'm just
1: thrilled that we are communicating like this. From
2: exactly. The globe. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So um, can you tell us a bit about uh, that story that that you've written about, the fact that you've tried um, gratitude? Like uh, I've tried it before having uh, the experience that uh, most of our listeners know about. Uh, I was skeptical and I'm sure that there are other people listening to us that are also skeptical about gratitude. And I think this might be, Uh, might offer them a different perspective?
1: Well, I don't know if any of your listeners, well, I'm sure that many of your listeners do exercise. They do a sport. And as we all know, it's about practice and practice and practice and strengthening. You know, um, to to take, take the example of a runner. One doesn't become an accomplished runner without getting out and running a lot. And that's because our bodies respond to that stimulation of practice. And research has shown that our our minds respond to the stimulation of practicing optimism and gratitude. And you and I were chatting a little bit before and I said those of us who are why wi- you 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 wire you fire as you wire meaning that the neurons in one's brain can literally be trained to respond in a certain way and the positive hormones that are released in one's body when one feels a rush of exhilaration and you we've all had this experience when you first fall in love when you when you see a rainbow when you you run into the ocean for the first time you feel a a thrill of exhilaration that's a neurological response and the cool thing about gratitude Is that we can train our brains to release those chemicals simply by practicing the same way that a runner goes out and runs and runs and runs. And it is a discipline, it's something that you need to do. Yeah? Definitely. Right? You can't just sit, so I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be like, here I am in the middle of the morning and I'll be great, grateful for something. You have to be specific and you have to be really targeted. But over time, that practice becomes a discipline, and the neurochemicals that are released are good for us. And I know that your podcast, my friend, is not about negativity, but I can say that the science also shows the converse. People who practice constant negativity, who complain, train their brains to release negative chemicals. and Who wants to live like that, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) This has been my experience as well, because uh, like we've talked a a little bit before we got started, um, I am not naturally grateful. I'm not, uh, I wasn't trained to be grateful, uh, let's say. And um, the fact that I've learned this and I've seen how, uh, for instance, having results in the exterior of world, like, uh, even though some things were great in my life, I couldn't enjoy them, because I was wired for negativity, I was wired for not appreciating them for not uh, uh, enjoying them. And even though they were great on the outside, if I wasn't wired the right way, it it didn't quite matter, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm really curious if you can uh, go a little bit into detail about uh, how you started uh, the, the, gratitude, uh, the, the gratitude practice that you uh, mentioned in the article.
1: All right. Well, in in the article that I wrote, and I'm sure you'll give your listeners a link. I, I talked about working in a graduate school of education in the, with the psychology department and, and learning about the actual practice of positive psychology. But I can trace my own experience back to something that was actually quite negative in my life. And it was a very personal, very difficult experience involving a very beloved sibling and his wife and our loss of them. And, you know, I I, I would just remember the days and weeks following... A phone call from the police department, just feeling devastated, almost unable to function. at the same time, there was a little glimmer of understanding. So, like you, you know, I was raised to be successful, and and you know we, my husband and my family and I, we have this great life, but i I, I moved through through the world criticizing everybody. That driver cut me off. That person, you know, that that clerk was rude to me. In the days and weeks that followed my family's personal tragedy, I had this keen sense of awareness of others. Maybe that person is grumpy because her child is sick. Maybe this guy cut me off because... He's taking a loved one to the hospital. We spend so much time judging each other and being negative. And in the light of this really bad, and it was a bad experience in my life, I let in that glimmer of understanding. And then it was, it was like a window opening. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, yeah.
1: Once one, one finds that, and so you move through the world looking at other human beings through this lens of positivity. You are a good person. What can I learn about you? What can I get from you? You smile at others. You, you engage with them more. You don't care about, and you know it's a bad word, but the BS in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much as, as you, you care about the good stuff. So my personal journey actually started on a bad note, but it's continuing on a very, very good note.
2: Hmm. That's so interesting. Um, it's usually so through my study of, of gratitude. One of the 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 strongest ways, the the best ways to uh, elicit gratitude, is to actually get an experience that is um, contrasting like you appreciate uh, how you live in your country when you go to a country that's poorer than yours you know because you see how other people live you see uh, you understand in that moment how uh, fortunate you you, you actually are because you uh, you get used to 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 your current situation, and when you see other people that have it uh, worse than you do, you realize how how good you you have it. And uh, yeah, this situation I think is is awesome, and it's beautiful that it had this positive effect on you, and that you um, you understood people better. And I think the word, from my point of view, is compassion. You were able to feel. Compassionate and um, empathetic uh, with other people, and you knew that it's and one of the things that I do I do and I've I've been on this journey, let's say as well. Like I've been very critical with people. What helped me uh, was to to understand that I don't know their story. I don't. I I see such a small part of their life of uh, their story. And if probably if I would be in their shoes, I would do the same. And I, when when I think that I can't, I if, if I want to like uh, if you want to be critical but you want to be um, exact, you have to know the whole the whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're just critical for uh, to uh, one bit of the problem of the situation. It's really, you, you can't uh, draw a conclusion if you only know uh, a tiny bit of the story, right? So from then on, <laughs> my brain goes, okay, I can't, I can't think about the other 99% of uh, the other people, the other person's lives. So let's live it like that and enjoy the positive things about that person.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp, one of my favorite artists, Visit BetterHelp.com Gratitude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com help, slash Gratitude. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. Vecchi. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic, but what does it do? our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to this beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. You know,
1: don't you find it interesting cross-culturally, it, and this is, this is a meme in social media, everyone's familiar with it, different faiths and even different cultures, irrespective of faith or spiritual belief, have that concept of the golden rule, doing mm-hmm. it unto others, and, and that summed up by the word you use, which is compassion. And you and I were talking a little bit earlier. There is actually a very sound anthropological reason for compassion. It exists because it helps us succeed. You know, you're obviously bright and capable. I hope that I am and my family is. But if we find ourselves in a group together and we can share our talents and understand each other, we can only make ourselves more successful. And this is something that I sense we are losing a little bit of a grasp on today. I, and I, 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 you know, obviously much brighter people than I have examined this, but that basic seed of compassion, that reaching out to the other, you know, how, how can I help you? And then you want to help me, and then we realize, oh, you're, you're really great at building things, and I'm really great at growing things. and together we can start a village. And I think that seed of compassion is something that we humans are aching to rediscover. And you, you find on social media and other, oh, and, and even in podcasts, folks are, are reaching out. They're really hoping for this and they're looking for it. And I love what you're doing, you're sharing. Thank it. you.
2: Thank you so much. Um yeah and we we've talked a little bit about this and I wanted to add something that I think could be really interesting. Uh in my opinion uh gratitude as well is very important in in even in in even nowadays. You know when uh for instance um I don't know you're at a restaurant and you really appreciate the service and you tell that person that you appreciate their service, the way they talked, maybe they uh, said something uh, to make you laugh or uh, something like this. I've Actually, I've recently been to Vienna and uh, I had some amazing experiences there. Uh, people were even at, um, like at uh, supermarkets, there was this guy, uh, he was older, but he was funny and he was like... Uh, my girlfriend asked him asked him if uh, he knows english and he he said something like this of course everyone knows english here and he was like he was funny he was he was cool somehow and um of course th- he doesn't have to do that but um the fact that he does this it makes me appreciate uh, him more and uh, when he knows that he's appreciated he knows that uh, he he does an even better job and this is what i uh, wanted to get to the fact that we uh, appreciate each other and uh, we show our appreciation for each other we want to uh, to give back to be even better to uh, to offer even more and i think that in in a broader uh, view of things this is very important when we feel appreciated and in my opinion there are two ways we feel appreciated one is to be compensated financially uh, in a way that makes sense for us and uh, the other one is by actually expressing and by actually feeling that uh, our effort is seen by others and i think this makes um motivates motivates us quite a lot and makes us uh want to give more to be more to uh, to collaborate more with people because if we uh, i don't know if you've uh, you've read uh victor frankel's uh, uh book a mans search for meaning um, one of the most important things for us is to find meaning and um when we are in groups, when we are with other people, the fact that we do things for other people and that we get appreciate, appreciation for those things, I think that's one of the strongest motivators that we can find. I don't know, this is, this is my, my view. I, I, I want to, to hear your perspective and uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, let's circle back to some universal themes and, and presence. The ability to be truly in a moment, to not be distracted, but really make a connection with other beings, and that doesn't just include human beings. It can include animals and you know, our dogs, our cats, you know, and whatever floats your boat, um, is not only very gratifying to us personally. It, it feels good, but it creates a social structure. That in turn, and you mentioned financial compensation, and I want to suggest without sounding mercenary, that as a parent, I've said to my children, two of whom are not adults, just if you find what you love, everything else is just going to come. You know, don't follow the path that's put out to a profession that, that seems like it's going to give you financial rewards. If you just spend time being really present and understanding what gives you passion, what gives you motivation, it'll work out. And you know what? In my experience, and of course there are always exceptions, but people who follow that path tend to be more financially successful than people who do the old, oh, you know, my dad says I should be a lawyer, so I'm going to be a lawyer. And 30 years later they're not making that much money and they're not happy. There is something about gratitude and that ability to be present and, and really just in the moment with another person that, and, and that's the funny thing. We don't do it like you shouldn't do it to benefit yourself, but the benefits come back and just improve your own life that much, that guy in that grocery store probably still remembers you too, yeah? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly exactly yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's doing what he loves and helping people out
2: yeah, it's, it's amazing, I was thinking about uh, how our society has evolved in time, like um, I was thinking about the fact that uh, for instance, if if they were doing trade of some kind to make sense, you know, uh, financially to to have the comp- compensation of having the resources to live, for instance, uh, but also feeling appreciated for for the craft, for the work, for uh, mm. whatever they did, and I think um, it. I this that's the way I, I'm explaining how um, how we how we're motivated actually, and I don't know if. Everyone is like this, but I know for sure that uh, when I feel that I'm appreciated it it makes so much sense for me to 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 give more to to be more present to 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 make sure that uh, the next people that I'm interacting with um, get more of the positive energy somehow.
1: You know I'd like to refer back to something that you said earlier about your opportunities to visit countries and communities that you would perceive as less advantaged than your own. Mm -hmm. And I've had a similar experience because I was raised in Latin America and there are great disparities of wealth and and resource there. Um, You see the happiest people in some of the most, what we would conceive resource challenged societies. And it's because they do sort of exist like that. They, they, they work in community and you know a craft the person who can make a beautiful piece of pottery or construct oh, heck i mean what was i was just telling my daughter we had a gentleman come in we needed to replace a toilet in our house and you know high on most people's list of jobs you might not want to do is plumbing this guy was really good at what he did. And I was chatting with him and I said, does it ever gross you out? And he says, well, you know, you just get used to it. But he did something in my home that made our lives much easier, (laughs) believe me. And he was proud of his work and he did really great work. And I think that We have lost that to a certain extent, that that ability to really appreciate each other's contributions to our common well-being. And one of the things that intrigued me about your your podcast is my own concern that social media has become alienated and people are removed from each other. They connect, but, but only, how can I put it? You know, you, you, you could, it's easy to throw up a post on Instagram and not, not really connect with a person. I love your podcast because you set up times and you have deep, insightful conversations that you share with your listeners.
0: Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. vacu. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic, but what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience and also boost in mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Moodplus safely reintroduces your body to this beneficial bacteria. Get your Moodplus now go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D dash P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount.
1: and i think that's important going forward we really need to do more of that
2: definitely definitely and that's one of the reasons why why i wanted to have this um kind of deep conversation because um it's one one thing like you said to have a, a short post and something like very general and uh, i wouldn't say superficial because i don't like superficial in general but um something just that just scratches the surface and it's another thing to have um a deeper conversation and the beautiful part about podcasting is that you feel that you're listening to the conversation i don't know if you've listened you're listening to podcasts in general but you feel like you and uh the the listener that is listening right now feels that uh, he or her uh is here with us and uh wherever uh, that person is and is um, having a conversation with us and is listening to the conversation. And, uh, yeah, it's quite amazing. I, I, I really love this about podcasting.
1: And this is what I marvel at. You and I are connecting from a completely opposite ends of the world. And other people, I hope, are able to sort of connect with us and, and interact with us. In a way that's really meaningful. And this is what I find exciting about technology. Yes, it can alienate us. And it can, you know, reduce us to 140 characters. Good heavens. I don't do Twitter. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't think life can be reduced to 140 characters. Um, But this has so much potential. Exactly.
2: Exactly, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I'm really curious if you can um, let us know what is gratitude for you. How do you define gratitude for you?
1: Oh, gosh, okay. I'll refer back to that word presence, that ability to be in a single moment and to take away all the distractions of modern life and simply think, I have air to breathe, I have water to drink, I've got my family. And, and once you get absolutely in a moment and you reflect on everything that is good around you, there's this deep, overwhelming sense of peace. And it sounds like you, I know you know that. So I would say it's presence, being in a moment, not worrying about past, not worrying about future, simply accepting what is in any given moment. And heck, you know, I live in Hawaii. I live in paradise. I go out in the Pacific Ocean, and it's warm water, and there are rainbows arching over the sky. Amazing. (laughs) It is. And it's also a little funky sometimes and the traffic is horrible and we can't, you know, my pet store ran out of dog food the other day. The ability to simply take a breath and be in a moment lets you enjoy everything that's good. I can only imagine. What's your favorite thing about your home?
2: Um, My hometown, my home, or...
1: Your hometown, like, like where you live, like, is it the cuisine? Uh, the, f-
2: the fact that it's so vibrant, it's so, it has a lot to offer for everyone and it's full mm-hmm. of young people and it's, it's very alive somehow.
1: See, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that's gratitude. Like it's just looking around and thinking, whoa, I'm in this place, in this moment
2: exactly exactly and I, one of the thing one of the things that i like to do is to when i go into the city center and um i need to get to from one place to another not to go um like okay i have to hurry and everything like most people do but actually while i'm walking to see uh, the city as a tourist what to look at the buildings, to look at uh, beautiful things that I have never seen before, and um, and just the clouds. I always love the clouds because it's every day it's it's another painting, and it's it's quite awesome. Um, but also appreciating the city itself, seeing the, the 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 beautiful things that are there, and not just going from one place to another and uh, feeling stressed out and but. Uh, you've anticipated the question that I wanted to ask you. What do you do when it's hard to be grateful?
1: <sighs> Two things, and you just touched on one of them i I journal I, I i it's a discipline, so if i'm finding I'm in a bit of a funk and you know being all eh, about life, I sit down and I practice that discipline of writing down things for which I'm grateful and art. No, I am not a talented artist, but I, I practice that that discipline of looking at things and finding the beauty and the curl of a fern in the way the clouds move across the sky. And I actually sketch in watercolor, and believe me, they are not lovely, but I do it because it is that reminder to be present and to really appreciate what is truly beautiful in our lives. Oh my goodness, people's faces. You know, just go out and, and spend 10 minutes looking at the faces around you. Um, I did a series of sketches of the shopping carts of homeless people, and I know this sounds like it's not a positive thing, but I was so taken with how creative they were we have a significant homeless population here in Honolulu, Hawaii. And the way these people have managed to condense their lives into shopping carts, and in some cases sort of string them together and get from place to place as they need to with all of their belongings in a shopping cart, and inflect a little individuality. There was one woman who had artificial flowers stuck <laughs> all in her shopping cart, and I was just, once you stop and you really look at that sort of thing and and you're forced, and in my case, I I sketched it, Um, but even if you just write about it, you feel that connection to humanity and the fact that all of us can make and create beauty and efficiency in our lives, no matter what our circumstances, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. And the creativity it takes to to if If you have just that, you can you can find ways you can find solutions, and it's quite interesting to see that i, I love I love the idea. It certainly makes us think about how we are as humans and how resourceful we actually are in all kinds of situations.
1: i I think you know my husband and I work at a school, and our school's motto is "Artists, innovators." Individuals, and it's not about you know creating that that picture perfect student who gets you know all the great grades and goes to all the universe, but like finding those elements that exist in all of us. We are all artists. We are all innovators. If you had to engineer something, you would. If I had to engineer something, I'm not an engineer, but we would figure it out, and we're innovators. We have this infinite capacity to create and to adapt. And that is such much... It's a beautiful thing. And once you train your brain to see that, as you know through your experience, life is just that much more enriched, yeah?
2: Exactly. I like to say that it's delicious. <laughs>
1: it is delicious, yes.
2: Like you savor um, an apple or... Uh, a good a good meal you can enjoy life the same way in in my perspective when you when you train yourself to do so um but before um you actually got to experience gratitude um i'm guessing that you weren't as grateful as you are now your whole whole life what would you tell your younger self that hasn't had the experience of gratitude
0: and use code 25 gratitude to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 daily symbiotic at seed.com/gratitude code 25 gratitude.
1: Well, that's such a great question and I mentioned, you know, the fact that my husband and I work in a school and we are so we are grateful to work in a school that is very progressive. I was raised in a very traditional educational environment. You know, you have to go and and do the AP classes, and you go to Harvard. It, can, can I just say that I didn't like Harvard very much? <laughs> <laughs> it was cold, and 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 people were basically. I would. I felt surrounded by people who were trying. Um, there's a Walt Whitman co- quote: the, the strivers and achievers, people who are constantly." seeking to get to a next level but they don't know why and not just being super grateful and that would be my i would tell my younger self you don't have to go to an ivy league school you can go to uc santa barbara and surf every day and have a great education (laughs) you can oh hey not even go to college maybe just self Instruct. I love your description of your city as being full of young people. And I'm so encouraged by the young people that I am meeting today. There's this vibrance in your generation that is really yeah. exciting. It's almost like you're waiting for us to get out of the way. <laughs> We've been trained in this certain mold of, I've got to reach the next level of financial achievement or professional achievement. And y'all are like completely about. Other things. Yeah, uh, yeah. I find, that, I find that encouraging. And I'm really excited to see what the next 20, 30, 40 years are going to bring as your generation sort of moves into the forefront. <laughs>
2: That's so beautiful. I'm curious as well. Like For me, it's very, very interesting seeing um, the difference between uh, me, my brother. My brother is 12 years older than me and my mm-hmm. folks. And um the fact that we we are in the age of uh, cheap airplanes um, of uh airbnb of all kinds of different experiences that they they just didn't have, and for us, for instance, traveling is something that's very important and that mm. makes us see life uh, much from a much wider um, perspective. And I think Mm -hmm. this is just one of the things. And also, of course, the internet and having access to people from all around the world. This is also very, very interesting. And
1: Here's a thought too, when you talk about generational difference, because you brought up Airbnb, it seems to me that your generation isn't so concerned about owning your own house or your own car. I mean why own a car and pay for parking if you can get an uber and
2: exactly yeah <laughs> you
1: know, it's not, it, 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 the lack there is there is an emerging repulsion of materialism that I think is going to be really conducive to to happier more grateful people
2: yeah exactly for us it's something like we can have a car in Vienna we can have a car in Bratislava we can have an apartment in Vienna in Bratislava and just for a certain period of time because this is all we need for, for that period of time we don't need to own it to, to be able to enjoy it and I think that that's quite an amazing experience that we were able to do this
1: and this is what I think is going to be so interesting to watch we humans did not evolve when you think about the history of human evolution, we did not evolve to be in possession of land or of materials. I mean, limited materials, obviously you needed some clothes and, and you needed cooking utensils, that sort of thing. But the acquisition of property and things is a very, very late development in human history. And in my opinion, The recent focus internationally, and I'm not just talking about the US, I think this occurs around the world, and I see it a lot in China, the acquisition of stuff, the stuff that's the, you know, my, I will be happy if I have this pair of shoes, I will be happy if I have this handbag or this, this condominium in Beijing. And you know what? No, that's not what makes us happy, is it?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Experiences and being able to appreciate them is, and there are studies on this as well. Um, but I am really curious. Uh, you mentioned your, your family. Um, you're really curious who are the people in your life that you're grateful for, like people that have helped you along your way uh, to get to where you are or um, just people that are close to you.
1: Hmm. We don't have enough time, but
2: i <laughs> sure.
1: You know that's part of it too. Is is recognizing every individual in your life is giving some meaning to it. But I can say that um, my husband. And I I made a joke about this in my article. Like, you know, I I can't just be grateful for my husband. I actually have to look at the things I'm grateful for. Like, you know, oh, he went out and he took care of the dogs today. Or he's, you know, he's actually traveling to China because he's taking care of our family and and doing his work. Um, Oh, I'm going to, that's going to be my answer to your question. If I had to list the people for whom I'm grateful, you and I would be sitting here all day. And I know <laughs> to do. I, I have learned over time to see every person I interact with as an opportunity. And to, uh, uh, here I am, I'm, it, it's now five something in the morning, my time. I'm loving this conversation. Oops, you go away. I'm yeah, still here. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, something popped up on my computer. I, I like what. What an opportunity for me to interact with a human being I otherwise would never have gotten to know, and I I feel uplifted and excited for my day, and I'll, I'll be thinking about this conversation for the rest of my day. I'm grateful for you.
2: Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I really love this opportunity that we have nowadays. To probably uh, one hundred years ago, we wouldn't. Be able to to talk and to exchange ideas and views on the world on, and on gratitude, and I think this is this is just amazing. But we are getting close to the to the end of our time together, and I want to ask you if you have um, a certain idea, something that you would like our listeners to to ponder about at the end of this interview.
1: Hmm. So. To circle back to something you said about spirituality in our our earlier conversation, when you think about all of us, we come at spirituality from a very, very diverse range of opinions. There are a few facts that we all live by. We are born, we have an experience, and we will all die. And what you think comes after that or not, Is not so relevant as how you spend the time that you have and I was actually reflecting on a message of a dear dear friend of mine is a neonatologist and he was asking for prayers for a baby he's caring for and I realized even if that baby doesn't live as long as his parents might like his experience is valuable. We share that. We have that connection. And you use the word compassion. And if we can live every minute that we're granted, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little overfed with compassion, that's, that's paradise right there, yes?
2: Totally, totally. I agree, yeah.
1: So whether, whether we have months or days or years, and maybe we all have decades, live it with compassion
2: and gratitude I would add
1: (laughs) yes oh absolutely
2: perfect thank you so much for being here with us Leslie I had a great time I'm really happy that we've met and uh, thank you so much for for sharing so much with us
0: Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends,